Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Michelle, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Katie talking about our one cool pirate gal, Bonnie already talked about Grace O'Malley, but before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. So, if each of you can tell me, let's say you're forced to walk the plank. So, what's the likely reason that you are being punished? Dun, 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 dun. I think I know what mine is. I think it's because I said something stupid. (laughs) What I said was stupid, who knows? I'm going to go with I was drunk and I said something mean. (laughs) And I, it's not like this has ever happened. Katie's never been with me while this has happened. (laughs) And I've been forced to walk any kind of metaphorical plank (laughs) for things thus said while drunken. That's what I would guess. I, I, I'm very unfiltered as it is. And for some reason, even more stupid stuff comes out of my face when I drink. So it would have to be that. It's valid. It's valid. <laughs> I would probably be pretty similar. Like I was thinking, I, I probably like snapped and said something or I, apparently I make faces. Like I'm <laughs> unaware of what my face is doing, especially when someone's talking to me and they're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which is bad because I work in retail. Right, right. And there's yeah. a whole lot of stupid. It makes it difficult. Yeah. Like I had someone call the other day and ask if we take credit cards. <laughs> yes, since uh, 1989. I mean, like. No, we trade in beads. Like, come on. Um, I like it. No, I, I probably either made a stupid face or probably snapped at like a question. Like, like people at art fairs will be like, is this is this like your job? Do you make like money doing this? I want to be like, what do you do for a living? <laughs> right. Do they pay you for that? Like, it's probably like, I'm going to snap one sale? of these days. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Um, yeah, we have a, you and I have a perfectly matched face. That's actually what the term is. Our mood is reflected in our face mm. and it's very hard to unmatch that. So we're, if we're oh, pissed, yeah. we look pissed. If we think we're stupid, we look like, are you stupid? <laughs> I can't play any of those like uh, like board and card games yeah. where you're, you, you have to like lie. Poker. Like, like we played uh, Are You a Werewolf once at like Gen Con. <laughs> and uh, the person I was with just like leaned over and was like, are you the werewolf? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and they were like, oh dear God. Yep. It's called a perfectly matched face. That's what it is. <laughs> Decades of wondering what the fuck it's called, and that's what it's called. <laughs> Katie, what about you, yeah, darling? About my you? drinking buddy. <laughs> Ugh, what am I walking the plank for? <laughs> you know, somehow my parents instilled on me this horrific fear of getting in trouble. Uh, yeah. So I tend to be like a real rule follower, but at the same time, I have an intense hatred of authority. 
So it's really, yeah, it festers inside. So like you guys said, maybe I snap, but maybe they just hear I'm talking shit about them. Let's see, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because they'll be like, you must follow these rules of the ship. And I'd be like, who the hell do they think they are? <laughs> Closet <laughs> anarchist. <laughs> so I'd probably be like getting everybody else stirred up. Like, you guys should do something about that. <laughs> Instigator. <laughs> yeah. Although there was one time on a movie set where I thought you were going to totally murder a bitch. (laughs) I, you know, those were intense days. I don't know where that came from, but uh, catering brings out the worst. It does. (laughs) Really weird that I work in a bakery now because catering. You've grown so much since then. We were insane back then. <laughs> but there was a time I saw Katie with murder in her eyes, and I went, This is the day Katie gets arrested yeah. <laughs> for murder. Hey, yeah, I'm walking the plank because of murder. That's what <laughs> that sounds guess. good. I killed a bitch just to watch them die. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I'd come to your defense. Michelle, what would you be walking a plank for? I gotta say, I, I think my fatal flaw is probably laziness. So probably <laughs> I'm walking the plank because I was like reading instead of swabbing. <laughs> probably. See. Or anything instead of swabbing. The things you were supposed to be doing? <laughs> the thing yeah. I was supposed to be doing, I'm not doing. <laughs> they caught you. I'm kind of like with Katie on that one. Like whatever somebody told me to do, I'm doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> we have found our rebels ladies and gentlemen yeah. i love it the yes. world needs more of you <laughs> fantastic okay so my cool gal is yes. saida uhura uhura um which is not her actual name that's oh. just a title um and it means there are a lot of different, uh, <laughs> I found so many different um, translations of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I guess the closest kind of thing that that, that could mean is something like, um, uh, let's see where are my notes here. Something like um, a free woman who exercises power or something like that i like it oh free and independent woman sovereign who exercises power okay so she's beyonce (laughs) then (laughs) yes it translates to absolutely okay and then (laughs) secondary beyonce number two beyonce (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) so um she lived kind of in during that time of the barbary corsairs which, like, I had heard of the Barbary Corsairs, big group of pirates. They actually worked during a long period of time. Ah. Um, but, and I had heard of them, but I didn't know a lot about them. Uh, and they were actually not so much pirates as they were privateers. Gotcha. Um, they worked for the Ottoman Empire, Um during a time when Spain and Portugal were kind of coming into their own. And um, this was right around the time of the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish (laughs) Inquisition. Nobody 
exit. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're not coming. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, so I, just to give her story, like, I don't know, it's proper setting. I need mm -hmm. to kind of go back in time a little yeah, bit. And lay some groundwork. Yes. A little bit. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, the Barbary Corsairs, that term Barbary, it kind of comes from the term barbarian, okay. um, <laughs> to, to get a little nitty gritty with etymology here. You are my word gunner. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it kind of, it comes from the ancient Greek barbaros, which means foreign or strange, which itself is from the Sanskrit barbaro, which means foreigner, but that it actually literally means gibberish or blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> which I, yes, nice. they, they're saying blah, blah. It kind of in a way of mimicking the foreign speak that they don't like understand. You, yeah. Like saying blah, 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 blah. Wow. Yada, yada, and, yada. <laughs> yeah. I can, uh, what's that called? Uh, onomatopoeia. Yeah. Just saying blah, 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 blah. And that in that language sounds like barbar, barbar, barbar. Uh, gotcha. And so then the North African people, they called Berbers. And so that Barbary coast were the, was the land of the Berbers. Uh, and so all that got mixed up together. foreign speakers. <laughs> right. Because the ancient Greeks and the Romans, they couldn't understand what anybody foreign was saying. Mm -hmm. And so that term barbarian came to mean foreigner. Anybody oh. who wasn't a citizen was a barbarian. Gotcha. I didn't know and, that. That's very cool. It's yeah. Kind of, it's it's a generic term. It's not mm -hmm. so much uh, somebody who rapes and pillages exactly. and takes away stuff. It's just a foreigner. Yeah. Just a <laughs> foreigner. Right. But then of course, over time, it took on those really negative connotations and it came to mean somebody who rapes and pillages and all that. And then of course, as these pirates took this name, the Pirates of the Barbary Coast, which was the coast of the Berber people, and they were raping and pillaging and all this. Then it started taking on those negative connotations that these are really cruel people. Mm -hmm. And then all those things got mixed up together and anybody who was foreign was bad. And it was uh, just kind of a big, nasty melting pot of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> right. I gotcha. <laughs> so during that time, um, the Spanish and, and the, um, well, I guess at that time it wasn't Spain and Portugal per se. It was like the Spanish and Portuguese territories. It was all right. the Iberian Peninsula, uh, medieval Spain, I guess you could call it. And um, that the southern part of the Iberian Peninsula had been um, conquered and captured by the Moors. So mm -hmm. the people, the North African people, the Berber people. Mm -hmm. And the Moors, basically the Moors were like these North Af African uh, Muslim people. Mm -hmm. And they had held the, the southern part of the Iberian Peninsula since like the eighth century. Right. And um, the Catholic 
uh, Spanish royalty weren't happy about that. <laughs> they <laughs> they wanted it. They mm. wanted the whole peninsula to themselves. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had been, it was like at the end of the Hundred Years War, they started fighting to get it back. Mm-hmm. And they fought and fought and fought and fought and fought, and this they fought this war that they called um well the a yeah like a long war called the reconquista, which in English is reconquest, uh-huh. which is also known as the Iberian Crusades. I was wondering if it was going to be called a crusade because oh it was yes. religious in nature, <laughs> oh <Catholic> yes, versus <laughs> Moors, Islam. So so of here's it's a crusade. <laughs> the kicker about these crusades is that even though the Pope gave his blessing for them, of course the sure. Pope gave his blessing for him, and the uh, supposedly uh, knights and soldiers who fought in these crusades would get quote unquote spiritual rewards. Of course. Um, in these crusades, um, people were much more motivated by physical riches, especially gold. Ah, because okay. uh, there was there was the potential for a lot of gold mm-hmm. because the North African people had brought tons of gold up from the uh, the African Gold Coast, right? And so there was a lot of coal of gold and wealth available mm-hmm. um, for for anybody who plundered during these crusades. And so it was a huge motivator, even more than people going, oh, well, if I fight in these crusades, I'll go to heaven. Right, exactly. Be like, but I can't spend that right now. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So it was just a huge motivator. Mm -hmm. And even the people who had like spiritual skin in the game, if you want to say that, were aware that gold was a huge motivator and so they knew that they could get a lot of soldiers in on their side by saying you'll go to heaven and you can you'll you can get rich Mm -hmm. so it was a huge war lots of battles and every time the christians would take a city they would they would drive out all of the Muslims, all of the Jews, and they would take everything that they had. Not surprised. Yeah. yeah. Or they would tell them, you have to convert to Christianity right now if right. you want to stay and save anything at all that you have. And what? surprisingly, the Jews and Muslims didn't like that. No. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm, I'm I should like lower the sarcasm quotes. No, 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 no. <laughs> so these crusades were just as much fun as the crusades in the Holy Land. Yeah. <laughs> so <times>. anyway. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so all American school children know in 1492. No. <laughs> someone was a giant dick. Somebody brought syphilis to America. <laughs> In 1492, Grenada fell. And, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, so Columbus sailed the ocean blue. 
1492, Grenada fell, marking the end of the Iberian Crusades and a new level of Christian intolerance began. Yay! Because Isabella and Ferdinand not only sent Columbus to the New World, but but they finally finished their Iberian Crusades because the last stronghold, the last Muslim stronghold, which was uh, Grenada, finally fell. Gotcha. And so they were victorious! Yay. Yay. <laughs> and the um the inquisition which had been founded in i didn't write the date down 1480 something right i wasn't expecting it <laughs> Sorry. 14 1480 <laughs> i don't remember right. anyway very shortly before that yes. um uh, kind of really got going. And it was in 1492 that there was a brand new royal decree that ordered all Jews and Muslims to either convert to Catholicism Ugh. or get the hell out. Oh, great. Yeah. And so, so the welcome, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nothing like some tolerance. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So nice. So nice. But well, pink yeah. slip to religious, you exactly. know, indifference. So yeah. here I haven't been talking about my cool gal Who's at all. Who's your cool gal? Where'd she come at? This is the world into which she was born. She was actually Sucks. born in 1485. Okay. So when this decree was made in 1492, she would have been about seven years old. Gotcha. Age of reason. Now yeah. she was, yeah, she was born into a very uh, wealthy, well-off family. Um, uh, it was... She was a member of the Banu Rashid tribe. Um, her family had influence. Uh, she probably would have grown up, you know, very privileged, living a very nice life in the southern part of Spain. Gotcha. Uh, educated. Her family educated. Her family had, you know, property and mm-hmm. she had a great life. And nice. then <laughs> this royal decree when Yay! she was about seven years old. And so her family fled. Uh, along with hundreds, thousands of other refugees, and they went to uh, Morocco. Ah. And they came to live in a town called um, Shawin. I think gotcha. is how you pronounce it. I'm probably going to, I'm butchering that. Chowin? It's all right. <laughs> Something like that. So anyway, that town actually exists in present-day Morocco, but yeah. at that time, it was just a tiny little town where many uh, refugees had come to live at that time. And probably about, and I'm sure during that time, she like grew up listening to her parents and other um, adults rail about like how much they'd had to endure and how angry they were mm-hmm. at the Spanish crown and Spain in general and how they'd yeah. love to get back at them and all that. Exactly. So, yeah, so probably when she was around the age of 15, though, of course, there's nothing that says anything about that. But that was traditionally about the age when girls her age were married off. 
Gotcha. And she was uh, married to Terrifying. the ruler of a nearby town. It was about 40 miles away called uh, Tetuan. Again, I'm probably butchering that. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I mean, if so, it's not like Cairo, uh, again, Morocco, or uh, Casablanca, I mean, they get kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Fez, I can do that one. Fez, go. I got yes. that. <laughs> uh, so she was married to the ruler of Tetuan, and her husband, um, Abu al-Hassan al-Mandri, um, allowed her uh, involvement in political affairs. Gotcha. And she actually helped him rebuild that city. The city had been destroyed in like 1400 by Castilians. Uh-huh. And they built a grand mosque and they resettled the town. And actually they did such a good job that today the old town of Tetuan is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. so yeah this is pretty cool like she has a living legacy there Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool um when she was about 30 years old in 1515 her husband died um at that point usually what would happen in most women's lives at this time is they would just kind of disappear (laughs) into nothing she would she would be nobody um, kind of like uh, Shengi Sao. Right. But instead, she took her husband's title for herself and uh-huh. proclaimed herself the sole ruler of Tetuan. Yes. And she, she kind of set that precedent for other women who came later, including Shengi Sao. Oh, um, I like yeah, it. Other pirate women saw what she did and went, I like the way you think. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it. So at that time, she actually legitimately <gasps> became governor um, of that area. And that is when she gained that title of Alhura, um, which means free and independent woman. Gotcha. The Beyonce. Got it. <laughs> yes. Beyonce. All the way. <laughs> I like it. I see Bonnie's. Yeah. Yep. All singles. All singles. <laughs> so um, she's actually listed in the transaction logbooks of Spanish and Portuguese authorities who negotiated with her, uh-huh. um, but never by name, only by her title. Oh. Um, her. Ah, my sword. Your sword. <laughs> You're kicked up for a sword. <laughs> Her uh, Barbary Corsair cruise, she somehow found one of the, like the last living Barbarossa brother and had him teach her how to privateer. And that's oh, how nice. she learned how to do it. And um, I don't, nobody knows really if she ever actually went on those ships with her cruise. Gotcha. Probably not but she at least ruled them like she had her rule it was kind of like uh you know some of these other famous pirate women like like changi sao Mm -hmm. she had her rules she made them follow them and they all answered to her a percentage of the money came back to her and she enriched her town and grew that town into a very prosperous and thriving place yeah 
So uh, her Barbary Corsair crews, they raided on land and sea. They killed people. They took hostages. They looted tons of Christian ships. And they basically made Spain and Portugal feel the pain for all those injustices that she and her fellow refugees had suffered. (laughs) Uh, And she was viewed as a legitimate naval power and she ruled the Mediterranean for nearly 30 years. Oh, wow. In all those logbooks, she's only listed by her title, but they really viewed her as like more than a nuisance. Right, right. Legitimate naval power. See? Yeah. And all that. Dudes writing about her that annoys her. (laughs) Back to like Bonnie's lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Because dudes wrote about how annoying she was being, she's in the history books. (laughs) So. Uh, in 1541, at around age 56, she married again, and she decided that she was going to marry the Sultan himself. Ooh! So um, she she contacted him, and he he just he I guess he was smitten with her, or just amazed that she'd done what what she had, and yeah. so he consented to marry her, huh. and he actually consented to leave his capital city of Fez. And he traveled 173 miles to be married in her home in Tetuan. So Shit. for a ruler to leave the capital city and travel that distance for his betrothed was previously unheard of. And it's wow. the only time in Moroccan history that it ever happened. Shit. And then Crazy. after the wedding, she refused to leave Tetuan and just continued ruling as before. She would not go back to Fez with him. She, <laughs> like, it. why did she even get married? She clearly wasn't interested in being a wife or being she a mother. She wanted the party. I mean, maybe the, the presents were really good. Oh, no. <laughs> she was bored. So, <laughs> was it a power thing, maybe? Maybe. She's I'm the Sultan. Yeah, she must have thought that somehow, like, being married to the Sultan was beneficial for her. Yeah. But she clearly wasn't interested in going back to Fez with him (laughs) or anything, because she just stayed in Tetuan. See? Oh, my gosh. But shortly after that, she just disappears. She's no longer in the record. She doesn't continue her pirating. There's nothing. Nothing's ever recorded or it's erased, which has happened too. That has happened, yes. Depending on who wrote the record. So who knows? Now the Barbary Corsairs, they go on for a little while and pirating in the Mediterranean goes on for like another hundred years. Mm -hmm. Um, And in fact, they, they make so many people pay tribute that even the young U.S., ends up paying so much tribute <laughs> that uh, Jefferson declared war on Tripoli uh, in 1801. Oh, and that's why we have a Navy. Oh, Did you know that? That no, was something new. Like, we, we have a U.S. Navy because of the Barbary Corsairs. Oh my goodness. Because Jefferson so, said, no, <laughs> we need some organized ships. <laughs> yeah, we paid like millions, millions in tribute to pirates in the Mediterranean. And finally, Jefferson was like, I, I can't do it anymore. That's enough. And so we got a Navy and we went to war. 
it'll what be cheaper what... to fight this as a war. Yeah, yeah what did mm-hmm. I miss? Yeah. What did I miss? And so and it was right on the tail of Saeed Al-Hura, I think, that Grace O'Malley, half Bonnie's late cool gal, happened. Exactly. Because we're talking so. like primetime pirating for Saida is 15? Like 15, uh-huh, uh, early 1500s. 15, early 1500s. Yeah. And then Grace's was when? Early 1600s? Grace born 1503. Okay, gotcha. so 15s. Yeah, oh, okay. So they're yeah. pretty back to back. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. It's like we're going in some kind of sequence, but I don't know who (laughs) Katie picked. (laughs) So dun, 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 dun. So to be continued, but so far in some kind of sequential order. (laughs) I'll just give you a hint. I'm not going to throw it off. Yeah. But I think you will, Leah. I could be wrong. Okay. My timelines are sometimes uh, sketchy. <laughs> Numbers are hard. They're so hard. They are, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but you're telling me there's a chance. That's amazing, though. <laughs> Talking about the leadership and the charisma of oh, Grace yeah. O'Malley, this lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She got the Sultan to come to her. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> that is ruled that whole town made that town prosper it was nothing it was like a like a bombed out shell basically well not bombed but it was you know like what a i mean refugee camp They'd basically nobody yeah. wanted it yeah. and so all the refugees came. nobody wanted it mm-hmm. yeah so she and her husband built it back up and then she made it prosper and flourish and by the end of it it was like an amazing city and now it's a world heritage site <laughs> i love it it's still there yeah. <laughs> very cool fantastic did you guys have any have questions any from questions? michelle oh, that was cool i know i dig it <laughs> right thank you sweet cool. well do you want to wrap this up darling ahoy that wraps it up for us this week join us next week as our next gal pal shows her one cool pirate gal as gal's guide to the galaxy podcast continues thanks for listening For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.